0: Welcome to the Superconscious Success Podcast, where Jen and her Superconscious Success family co-hosts bring you valuable content each and every week on topics relating to manifestation, spirituality, and most of all, using your superconscious to manifest success in all areas of your life. Now on to today's episode. Hey there, Superconscious Success fam, welcome back to another episode. Thank you so much for joining me. If you are a little bit confused, then this episode is actually emerging from mine and Carl's Your Spiritual Shift, which was a, a different podcast that we actually ran not too long ago. I've decided to merge it with the Superconscious Success podcast as a new segment. So any episode moving forward will actually be a part of the Superconscious Success podcast now if you are wanting to know anything about ascension about spirituality about manifestation about law of attraction we even have channeling episodes in there if you're interested in all of that figuring out how you can actually transcend how you can actually move from 3d to 5d and so much more then this segment is the one that you're going to be wanting to go to so thanks so much for joining us in this episode and we'll catch you soon
1: Yes, it's time for another episode of your Spiritual Shift podcast, which was created in conjunction with my co-host, Jennifer Matthews, and as a companion to our 12-week-long course of the same name that we will be teaching online this year. Now, this podcast and our course are based on the non-dualistic true spiritual principles of the Modern Spiritual Guide, A Course in Miracles, and other companion non-dualistic spiritual teachings. We are truly excited to welcome you to this podcast and to our course. And now here's my co-host Jennifer Matthews to tell you about our featured guest today on the show.
0: Thanks so much, Carl. Well, our amazing guest today is David Fishman. He's the co-founder with Dr. John Mundy of the One Mind Foundation. Now, of course, we've been blessed to already have had John Mundy on this program and now blessed again to have David Fishman on board too. David, like many students of A Course in Miracles, has been a lifelong student of the beautiful non-dualistic spiritual teachings of the course and now extends his learning by sharing and teaching it with the world via his books and the One Mind Foundation. He is the author of the books, Into Oneness, Thoughts and Prayers on the Way, and The Open Mind, Loving Yourself. David and John's main teachings of their One Mind Foundation is the 12 core themes of The A Course in Miracles. David, a big welcome to the show. Thank you so much for being here with us today.
2: Okay. Thank you so much for that opening, Jennifer. And I appreciate your inviting me here to to join and share what my experience is. And I I look forward to a very happy hour. (laughs)
0: absolutely and and we've been looking forward to this interview and we wanted to start off just by um broaching the topic you had a spiritual awakening in 1972 as a young jewish man and then you found the course five years later was it difficult as a jewish person to accept the right-minded spiritual teachings of course in miracles that are written in the christian vernacular
2: well uh Fortunately, someone told me to start with lesson number one and don't look at the textbook. I guess yeah. if I opened the textbook, probably I wouldn't be here today. Mm. So if I did open up lesson number one, and even before I bought the books, and I saw it, it says nothing I see here means anything. And that, and that really struck me as true, believe it or not, because I had just done Est. And Est was the thing that, that kind of gave me a, a, a leg up where I began to realize that the voice in my head, which we call the ego, is not Mm -hmm. really my best friend. So all the meanings that he gives to things really don't really mean anything. So lesson one really spoke to me. And then when I looked at lesson two, I said, boy, this is for me. Because lesson two says, if it does mean something, that you're the one that's giving all the meaning to it. And then I did the first 50 lessons in 50 days. It took me six months to go through the reviews because I hate to do the reviews, but I did do the course in two years, about about two years. So, so then that, that that's not too bad for the first time. Uh, I didn't get into the text until I was at least up to halfway through the workbook.
0: Okay, and so so what's, what was there a defining moment that sort of like got you interested in in a course in miracles?
2: Yeah, there was a, there was a few. One where it said a miracle can save you a thousand years by the way you count time. I said, my God, what am I doing anything else for? So I <laughs> yeah. became a focus. And then when I got up to a lesson 189, which is I feel the love of God within me now. And I got to paragraph seven, which a lot of people really see that paragraph as, 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 as a mind stopper, you know, it just stops the mind. Mm. He says, you know, not only, be still, forget everything you ever learned from anything in this world. He goes on to say, forget this world, forget this course. I said, wait a minute. He's given me 1,300 pages and he's telling me to forget it. Mm. This could not have been written by a normal person. I mean, I didn't even know who Helen Shuckman was back in those days. I figured, well, you know, someone wrote 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 this book. But when I read that, I said, wait a minute. This is not written by an ego at all. Yeah. And that really deepened my, my focus so that I didn't look anywhere else.
1: You know, um, I just before we got on here to uh, to do this little recording, um, I just watched your interview with our friend Fiona Williams uh, a little while ago on YouTube, and you guys had a, a beautiful chat about faith and trust. Um, Fiona's been a guest on this show also. But one thing I want to ask before we dive deeper into that um, – when you first started being uh, being a student of a Course in Miracles, what was the hardest thing for you to accept? Uh, uh, its uncompromising stance, uh, you know, about all that you thought the world was and and who you thought you were. What was the hardest part for you?
2: To to accept, uh, basically, a specialness, which everyone who has an ego figures that somehow I'm more special than than. Well, you know, I'm doing the course; that's more special and. Uh, I, I think for the most part, it's, it's letting go of specialness. I, 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 is that the question that, that you're asking?
1: Yeah. Yeah. I mean, just, uh, I mean, you're, you're right. You're on that. Uh, it's just that, you know, since we've been ego trained since we were born and all of a sudden, you, this is this, uh, beautiful truth is given to you. I mean, it's, it's not easy for some people to accept. And I just wondered which part of that was, was hard for you.
2: Um, I, again, I, I would look at specialness when you, when you think that you're special and all and all of a sudden other people are more special than you. Yeah. And so, oh my God, how come I'm not as special? So the, the idea of equality uh, and, and the course says, listen, the goal of this course is peace. Peace mm-hmm. is the is the key to the kingdom. And of course, if peace is the key to the kingdom, that's what you want but it says it also has one condition. Peace has one condition and that condition is equality. I must be willing to see my brother as myself. Otherwise there is no peace. That takes the sting out of specialness. Mm
0: -hmm. Yeah. I think, I think one of the, one of the biggest, biggest issues in our society at the moment is judgment and self judgment as well. So, um, and that comes back to that equality issue. It comes back to us judging other people for how they are, who they are, and not recognising that we're all one and we're, we're all brothers and, and we're all, you know, we should all be treating each other the same that we would like to be treated. So absolutely, and I think that's something that we, we learn as we go through the, through the course anyway. So fantastic. Now, um, you had a near-death experience in 1980 now what happened and what role did it play in your spiritual awakening and your growth
2: well i, I can relate what the experience was and then we'll look at what actually mm. developed after that which i'm not really sure other than i am what i am now so something good happened, something happened. I
0: think. Yeah. okay
2: so um i was 40 years old and in, in the jewish faith when you're 40 you're invited into the Kabbalah which is the mystical side of Judaism as as Jesus was an Essene which is the mystical side of 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 Judaism back in those days and the Essene is the same as the 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 Kabbalists today Mm -hmm. and I noticed no one was knocking on my door invited me into the Kabbalah I just happened I was a follower of Rajneesh which is who's Osho now Mm -hmm. and uh he has a He has a book called The Book of Secrets, which I happen to have purchased. And one day I just happened to open up The Book of Secrets. And there it says how to open up the third eye. Mm -hmm. I said, well, mm." and I I read about it. And it said, do not do this if you have any self-destructive thoughts, because they can self-destruct. And even mentioned that uh, Pythagoras, uh, which learned the secret in Egypt, waited till many years later when he returned to Greece to actually do that. Mm-hmm. I figured, well, I've been doing enough work on myself. I had done, uh, had my spiritual awakening seven years earlier. I had done S for a couple of years. I did. The, I'm doing the course of miracles. I said, I'm ready. You know, <laughs> well, all I can say is I did do it and I had a headache that you could not imagine. I mean, nothing would take away this headache, mm-hmm. nothing. And I was lying there on the bed, uh, next to my future wife, uh, and I, I was, I, I could hardly think, and all of a sudden there was a jolt of electricity that started the crown and started soaring right through my body. And my thought was, oh, this is how I'm going to die. That was the thought I had.
0: Yeah.
2: Uh, I, I had another picture of a chessboard in which the chest, the entire chessboard was one small square on a much larger chessboard that extended on into infinity. And then the next thing I knew, I was floating above the room, just very peaceful, wow. very quiet. I looked down and I saw myself on the bed next, next to my future wife, who, who basically was just lying there with me. And I wasn't, you know, saying, oh, my God, something happened to me. It, there, was, there was no sense of anything happened. I was just peaceful. The, 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 the thing that happened after that was uh, Suzanne, I mean I must have been there for a few minutes. I, I have no idea of time. Uh, Suzanne said, did you put another quarter in the meter because I was we were living in New York City at the time and the car, and the car was parked next to a meter and she asked me, did you put a quarter in the meter which is which is actually uh, the symbol of buying more time. You put a quarter in the meter for your car yeah. You're buying more time instantly I was back in my body the the pain was gone and that was the experience wow. uh, many people asked me well what do you think all of that means and I, I guess uh, I was I, I always wanted to know what the future was like you know you know what is the future like and I guess I was given a glimpse
0: mm-hmm. of,
2: of the peace of, of the peace that, that is and I guess my uh, my function in this world was, was still not complete yet. So I came back to complete it. That's all I could say about
0: it. Yeah. It's interesting because uh, people that I've, I've watched stories with that have had near death experiences and, and they've, they prior to it, they've been frightened of death. And then afterwards they, they weren't anymore because they had this sense of, piece of what it was like after you actually passed across so did you kind of have that sense when um when you came back into your body uh
2: no i, I have no fear of death uh, mm. i mean i don't know if it started before that or after that but um you know i i i saw that i was given an opportunity to see what an out of the well, body yeah. experience is and of yeah. course if you're doing the course of miracles you know that you're not a body
0: yes exactly absolutely fantastic okay Cal, do you have next question i'm
1: sorry i'm hogging up the microphone here no, 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 no problem <laughs> um uh, i was just wondering again because uh, i've i've interviewed gary renard uh, i got i've been to his workshops and and gary uh talks highly like you uh from the 70s of the est program and, and how it was a great precursor to becoming a student of a Course in miracles what exactly did est stand for in and was it a, a non-dualistic program I, I don't think it exists in more as a program anyway it
2: it does under different names now landmark education uh had another name after the s but it's it's still all the same uh est erhard seminars training because it was werner erhard that started at erhard and s also means in latin it is Mm -hmm. And, and one of the understandings that you finally come to at the end of the two weeks that you do the training is that everything happens perfectly exactly the way it is. It couldn't have happened any other way. And the ego is always saying, oh, if only this, this shoulda, coulda, woulda, and 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 you get to see that you're accountable and responsible and that your cause. Uh, for me, the greatest thing that I got out of the S training is recognizing that the voice that I listen to is not my friend. That yeah. gave me a big head start into the course so that I understood the ego before I even got into the course. That was very helpful. To me.
1: Yeah, what a beautiful way to get set up for A Course in Miracles. Yeah, uh, I really appreciate that. One of the other things I'd like to know is, um, and I mentioned to you off the air, we've uh, had your cohort, uh, Dr. John Mundy on the program. How did you end up... Um, matching up with, with uh john and starting your one one mind foundation program well
2: well i knew john way back in the 70s uh if i said that we kind of dated some of the same women that's that's true uh we mm-hmm. had that kind of relationship i did not know he was doing the course and of course he had uh, met Helen Shuckman before the course was published. He's one of the mm-hmm. only people around that actually knew Helen at that level. Mm. Um, uh, later he, he married my wife and I. He, he, he was Reverend John Mundy, oh, he, he, yeah. he was a Methodist minister, and he married us. Uh, and uh, as, as, as he'll tell the story, um, uh, of all the couples he ever married, we're the longest running couple. Uh, my my wife just passed a few months ago. I just to, uh, that that she, so we we were married for 40 years. We 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 were with with each other for 43 years, uh, and it was a very happy 43 years. And I just spoke to her uh, a few days after she departed. My daughter said, "Why don't you ask her?" Uh, if she can give you a sign of her presence. Mm. And um, I I did that not knowing I was going to get an answer. And not too long after, maybe 10, 15 minutes later, I heard very clearly in her voice, I am happy. I'm here.
0: I'm happy. happy. Yeah.
2: I am happy. And and I realized that our marriage vows, which I made 40 years ago, is that we gave our our holy relationship to the purpose of remembering that we are one. And we yeah. were one then and we were one now. And we we're always one. And yeah, why exactly. would that change if her body was dearly departed? She's not dearly departed. We are one. Yes.
0: Yeah, exactly. Exactly. And so um, so what what came about the the name of the one mind foundation? So where did how do you guys come up with that?
2: Okay, well, I, I did start one mind, uh, in, uh, 2005, six, something like that. Uh, and it, well, it really, it's, it's what the Course in Miracles is all about, that we are of one mind, one mind, Mm -hmm. uh, with God. We we all share the one mind of God. There's nothing outside of the one mind. Yeah. The the one mind is, is, is the mind of, of peace, love, truth, uh, it's, it's, it's who we are, you know, uh, we, we all share the same purpose of remembering our, our, our one mind literally, which is, yeah. which is our home, which, which so is heaven.
0: Yeah, exactly. And so what is your, uh, what is your vision for the one mind foundation? Is it, is it to, to get the word out to people about a course in miracles or, well, the,
2: the, the, the original vision was to empower others to empower themselves. Uh, yeah. And I mean to get the word out, uh, sure, I mean you know I guess that's what I, I, I look to do on a daily basis, but people need to remember that it's their own powerness, their own yeah. powerfulness, that, that allows them to become cause and remember the truth. There's a line in the course, and and in, in, uh, in uh, the last uh, the last unanswered question, chapter twenty one, section seven. That says, can't you see that all of your misery, one hundred percent of your of your hurt and and your feelings of, of of pain and suffering, all comes from your strange belief that you are powerless. Yeah. So in in a world where we seem to be deprived seem to be denied seem to be a victim seem to be uh it's up to us to remember the truth of what we are and so uh, one mind does all that it can to help people empower themselves no one can do it for you only you Mm -hmm. can do it for yourself
1: I think what you just said, David, is a message that is needed now more than ever, 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 because so much of the world right now feels like a victim in powerless. Yeah. Thank you for that message.
2: Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, in, In a divided world, you do. Feel that you're abused or taken advantage of or unfairly treated, and there's no there's no accident that that one line where he says beware of the temptation to perceive yourself unfairly treated, because in this world yeah. you will be unfairly treated, and if you really get to hear what he's saying in Across the of Miracles. We want to be unfairly treated. We mm-hmm. want to be unfairly treated because that means that we can complain and we can feel unloved and 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 blame God for not loving us and, and making us special.
0: Mm-hmm. You, absolutely. Gotta, you gotta,
2: you gotta re- really laugh at, at the at the premise of this dream that we that we are the dreamer of.
1: Well, what doesn't the course say that we take this life far too seriously? <laughs> oh, absolutely.
0: <laughs> yeah. I agree, totally.
1: Okay.
0: Um, so so, what are the 12 core themes that you and John teach? What are the what? The 12 core themes that you oh. and John teach.
2: Oh, well, okay. Uh, after I did the course for about 27 years, uh, around 2005, when I started ACIM Gather which which is still Mm -hmm. existing which invited people to take their place among the teachers to develop trust because I I I feel that once you develop trust all things are given to you as he says in the course trust would settle all problems now imagine Mm -hmm. that trust would settle all problems now I, I have it on the back of my card I don't have my card here but Trust would settle all problems now. So, you know, in the manual for teachers, he tells you it can take a very long time to develop trust. But one of the fastest ways to develop trust, and, and, and that's my experience, is to take your place among the teachers. Because once you do that, and a lot of people say, well, suppose I don't know what to say or, you know, I, I, I'm not a teacher and I, I, I can't teach. And I always say, well, the italics that was given on page 28 of the textbook uh, that was given to Bill Tedford, uh, it says, I'm here only to be truly helpful. I'm glad to represent him who sent me. I do not have to know what to say or what to do. He who sent me will give me what to say and what to do. And, and I will be healed as he teaches me to heal. So uh, once you're willing to take your place among the teachers, as it says in lesson 154, I am among the ministers of God. And he actually says, you already gave your consent. So I I, I feel that if you're doing the Course of Miracles, you are one of God's teachers. That, mm-hmm. that you teach, as he says, you can't help. Everyone teaches all the time. What mm-hmm. you teach is up to you. You're either teaching the ego's thought system or you're teaching spirit's thought system. Following lesson 154 is 155, where he tells you exactly how to be a teacher of God. Let me step back and let him lead the way. Let him lead the way. So the people who have come to ACIM Gather over the many years have gone on to be teachers of other teachers. Uh, Without naming names, uh, some of the top teachers who have thousands of followers have gone through Started their 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 teaching at ACIM Gather. I guess I will name a couple of names. There's Lisa Natali who started in 2005. Now her and her husband Bill have Teachers of God. They have must have 15 or 20 thousand people that wow. follow Teachers of God. There's Regina Dornaker's who who now is the head of Awakening uh, Together Ministry uh, that that uh, ordains many other ministers. Mm. Uh, so there's something about taking a place among the teachers that that allows you to become spirit guided.
0: Yeah. And and it's it's interesting, David, because I I have another podcast as well called Superconscious Success. And that is um compiled with the Summit as well. And so I speak to a lot of people about spirituality and and that's all the aspects of it. And I did my recent keynote for the start of the summit, where I was talking about the power of connection, and it's the power of connecting with source and the power of 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 connecting with that higher higher part of you that you get to that place where God does lead the way, and He, he works through you. You become a vessel that just that just does the work that He's He's put you here to do, um, and it's it's quite incredible once you get to that to that state so i think that that what you do with um with your gather group is truly remarkable to be able to teach people that um as you go along so that's awesome
2: yeah i want to say uh, 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 anyone who wants to get in touch with acm gather just go to dot gather.com or dot yep. us dot us or dot com the, the, they both lead to the same place we have a radio station so anyone who beco- who takes their place as a teacher is on internet radio heard around the world okay. uh, and, it's, and it's a great uh, place I, I consider it like like a, a, a boot camp for for developing trust and, and trust mm. is the one thing in the course that the course cannot teach you the course yeah. can teach anything but it cannot teach you trust you only it's, trust is up to you to, to actually step back and allow to trust spirit to speak yeah. to you and through you, and, yeah. and that's 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 like an and art to, of letting go of thinking that you're in control,
0: and and also I think it's being able to differentiate between the voices of the ego and the voices of source coming through you, and I think that's really that's something that you learn as you begin to trust because you can start to hear the differences in the voices, and and you know that you know that if it's source coming through you that there's nothing judgmental. There's nothing like it's all positive it's all positive and it's all uplifting. And um, your ego works in very different ways. It works in fear. And so, you know, I often say to people, look, if you... <laughs> it's a puppy there.
2: <laughs> <laughs> I was getting my... my
0: uh- oh, you're getting your
1: book.
2: All right. We yeah, were just, just the
1: reason I was about to ask book. you about that.
2: The reason I was getting the book is, yeah. is, is even though people think I wrote the book, and my name is on it, but it was edited by a woman named Belinda. All that happened is it was something I was teaching when the Internet first opened. There was no microphones. There was no cameras, no microphones. Everything was in text. And I was on mm-hmm. a place called America Online, which we know is AOL. And, and she copied and pasted everything that came through me from spirit mm-hmm. over a period of three or four years. She took the best of what she liked. She went to Kinko's and she turned it into a book. And she's the one that named it into oneness. And and the same book exists. uh, It's it's the same content. Uh, It's it's a little less expensive than the original. And it's called the open mind, loving yourself. It's the same content, but it's not something I wrote. It came through me. So, Mm -hmm. so I tell people don't bother reading the book cover to cover. The book is, is spiritual divine guidance. Just, Hold the book in your hand, close your eyes, ask for guidance. Wherever you open up on the left yeah. and on the right is your divine guidance. So, so divine guidance, which is given to us when we trust, is something that's coming and gives you exactly what you need at that exact moment in time. And and, and that yes. and that is a truism. The other thing I'd like to just mention is you asked about the 12 core themes of, of A Course in Miracles. It came to me. Mm-hmm came to me back in 2004 when uh, I first opened up uh, ACIM Gather. And we had uh, teachers like uh, Gary Bernard, uh, David Hoffmeister, John Mundy, Robert Perry, a whole bunch of, of the best teachers in, in, in the course coming through, teaching from the teacher's manual. Mm. And uh, I was listening. To, uh, I asked Ken Wapnick, who was a good friend, to handle the clarification of terms in, in mind spirit, because I said, Hey, Kent, who's better than you talking about mind spirit? Mm-hmm. Uh, and he hummed and horse. said, well, I'm not too good at, at the internet. And I had a partner at the time, Linda card. And she said, well, I'm, I'm up in Palm Springs and he's just about an hour. South. So I'll come down and I'll use my laptop. You don't have to know anything about the internet. You just speak. And he said, well, okay, I'll get back to it. And halfway through that week, Uh, She said, I don't think he's getting back to us. So one of us has to do it. I said, "Okay, I'll I'll do mind spirit. She said, do you want to listen to at least uh, a tape that Ken does on on uh, on the clarification of terms? And this is called the introduction to the clarification of terms. And I think you find it. I think it's uh, on page 77. I'm I'm not sure of of the teacher's manual. And it's a half hour on one page. And if you know Ken, and I consider Ken my uh, teacher in, in the course. If you know Ken, he doesn't take a half hour on one page. So I'm listening to him speaking on this on this recording. And uh, all of a sudden I hear it's like the voice of Jesus or spirit speaking to me and saying, yeah. hey, hey, Dove, close the book already. You, you think you're going to find yourself in a book? <laughs> Books are words. Yeah. concepts, symbols. God doesn't create concepts, symbols, words, books. And, and, and at that moment, I realized, yeah, if, if, you know, this is about developing trust and allowing yeah. spirit to speak to you and through you. At the same time, I also realized that I had kind of really understood the, the, the course of miracles, the 1300 pages. I had gone through it a, a couple of times at least. And uh, I realized that he says the same thing over and over again. It's like a pattern. And if you listen to Ken Wap, he's saying the same thing in every lesson. But I, I got it down to about 12 core themes. If anyone is interested, uh, they can just write me at ACIM gather the number seven at gmail.com. I'll be glad to send you those 12 core themes. Or you can go to our website, which is one mind mm-hmm. and the 12 core themes is is right there at the website although it has not been updated if you want the newest version because i do add every every now and then something new to it uh you can write me at that uh, gmail address
0: oh excellent we'll get those details and i'll put it on the show notes show notes on our website anyway so if anyone does want to um to get access to that i definitely recommend it i definitely recommend people go across and and uh, get their own copy of it so
1: and you know um, you know what David's been talking about and you're real familiar about it she calls them spiritual downloads
0: yeah they're called my spiritual downloads and i was I was actually doing a a another keynote because during my summer I did three different keynotes the other day and I was doing a keynote and I was starting to write up all of my notes for it thinking that that was actually going to be the best way of doing it and then I had written all my notes up, and then all of a sudden I looked down, and my finger was on the delete button, and it deleted everything. And then all of a sudden I got got my download from from Source saying, "You're not going to go from any notes. You're going to go from your heart. You're going to speak this keynote from your heart." And I just went, "Great!" You know, I'll, I'll just go on along with it, and um, and it was the best. It was it was exactly what i needed and it was that trust in source and going you know what he believes in me source believes in me i believe in me and I, and you know and i think that's what we need is we need once we get that have that trust with source anything's possible yeah. and things just come through you and you can do more than you ever thought was,
2: was yeah, achievable. Yeah. So. Jennifer, that's a beautiful story. And, and that's the truth. Things happen perfectly. The ego says, well, why is that, why did that happen to me? You know, I didn't want that to happen. No, everything happens. Everything happens perfectly. Instead yeah. of asking why is this happening to me? Which is the ego's mantra. I asked instead, what is this teaching me? What is this teaching me? And that, and that's the shift. That's your spiritual shift
1: basically.
0: Yeah, yeah. exactly. Well, I found
1: that exists. <laughs> right? Yeah. Well, I and I really find it uh, pretty interesting that uh, we've been talking a lot about uh, being a teacher of God because just over the last couple of weeks, I've been reviewing on a daily basis the manual for teachers in the ACIM, and and it says that y- you will teach there. In in that, there's no choice. You will be a teacher. You know, you can't help but be a teacher of God. And you also mentioned too. Um, some teachers become teachers. of teachers do. Are there? And I, I got this sense from uh, the course that some teachers just leave their form, leave their body, and they teach from from beyond. Uh, for instance, perhaps Ken Wapnick is that. Do you do you think that's uh, true? Yeah.
2: No, I, I feel Ken teaching me from where he is right now, r- right here. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> as as Ramana Maharshi said as, as he was about to pass and his and his uh, disciples said please master don't leave us he said where would I go yeah
0: where would I go I'm never leaving yeah
1: I think I heard uh, dr Wayne Dyer relay that uh, really that uh, story one time yeah.
0: Um, hey, you it know, I, like something he would say. I,
1: I want to ask you. Uh, I saw this on your website that you like to sign off uh, with the statement "Laughter saves lifetimes later." What exactly does that mean?
2: Well, <laughs> <laughs>
0: uh,
2: yeah, there's, there's a line that Ken Wapnick uses. It says, you know, if you take anything in this world seriously, the ego is messing with your mind. Yeah. Uh, your, your willingness and ability to take anything that, that, that comes up for you instead of taking it seriously, to look at it and recognize that it's not real is yeah. your willingness to laugh at it now. Now, if you laugh now, you don't have to wait till later. A lot of people say, well, one day I'll have peace and I can look at it and laugh at it.
0: Why well, wait till one day?
2: No, The, the, the ego yeah. always puts things into time. Uh, one day yeah. you know, in the future... No, it's always right now. It's your present memory to look and recognize that you're the dreamer of the dream. This mm-hmm. is not happening to eyes. you. you, you yeah. you're making it up as you're going along as as John Mundy would say in, his, in his, he talks about the mystics. what is a mystic? A mystic is somebody who recognized that they've been making it up all along and now they just want to be here now.
0: Yeah yeah totally yeah. and i mean and that's what they, they that's what they say once you start to actually look at look at life as a game look at life as as something that we have created as a uh, like you said a dream a dream that we can change at at any point and and um, yeah i think that's a really important point to to make so so the laughter saves lifetimes later what does that mean that means just laugh at laugh at life basically
2: yeah i mean uh you know he says in the introduction listen this is a required course you can take it now or you can take it later it's voluntary you know you can take it later but why would you want to take it later when the the whole course is about remembering the truth of who you are now you know the the ego says well i have some things to do i got problems to solve and, and the ego always has more problems to solve and you know, we yeah. do lesson eighties. He is hey, wait a minute, my problems are solved. Why am I putting things off to later? Anything you do in time is always of the ego. And the only yeah. thing that's real is right now.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: Why not laugh now?
0: <laughs> and I, I, oh, be- I, don't have any I problem with that.
1: <laughs> I, I believe the ACIM says that our job as uh, students uh, of of the truth and in being teachers of uh, of light uh, is to save time. Mm-hmm.
2: Oh, absolutely. Yes, exactly. Uh, you know, if, if I uh, am present now and I'm receiving the word of God now and, and spirit is speaking through me now in that in that peace, in that presence, that's that's healing all right now. Helen Shuckman's favorite line in the course was uh, the holiest place on earth is where is where an ancient hatred is replaced by a present love for they have come it comes from the section for they have come uh, it's, it's it's always in in the, in the present love the, in the present memory that you are one with god yeah i and the father and- are one
0: yeah, absolutely. Now, where the the whole universe, the whole world, is going through a crazy time at the moment. We we know with the pandemic and everything else that's going on around the world, that it's been a bit of a challenging time for people. Um, how can people that are watching watching this interview? utilize what you and ACIM teach in order to overcome the stress and the fear and separation anxiety that the pandemic's caused because I know that's something that's really, um, you know, getting to people at the moment.
1: Well,
2: I could take the easy way out and say, well, the course says I am not a body, which it repeats 23 Mm -hmm. times. It's the most often uh, repeated lesson in the course. I am not a body. I am free of the body yeah i am still as god created me and i guess for course people they do have an understanding that god creates spirit and spirit cannot be contained in a body yes we we have a body almost like you wear a mask and mm-hmm. and the, and the costume and the and and the clothing allows you to attend the party that we're in right now i use the word party i usually use the word classroom uh, mm-hmm. I see the world as a classroom a where you classroom. come to learn lessons. Yeah. Uh, and in order to learn lessons, you're always learning lessons from the people in your dream, uh, who you actually, if you look at the section called dream roles, it says no one in your dream can do anything to you unless you have given him that role to play in your dream. So yep. the people, so the people as, as Ken Wapnick would say a long time ago, he says, listen, don't hang out with the people that make you feel warm and fuzzy. That's not where your lessons are. It's okay to hang out where you're feeling a little uncomfortable. That's where your lessons are.
0: Mm-hmm. Uh,
2: on my card, I say, you know, be grateful for your triggers. for They yeah. reveal the underlying false beliefs that are causing you the pain and the, and the hurt and, and, and being triggered. If you're being bothered, something is telling you, there's something there. Now, it's not that this person outside of you is doing it to you. Mm-hmm. It's, a, it's a prior judgment. And getting back to that word judgment, and of course, it's our, it's our judgments of myself and, and of others and of God uh, that's actually doing the things to me. And judgments, yeah. God's son was never given the ability to judge. There's a line that says, uh, grandeur which is of God, therefore of his son, establishes judgment impossible. Lesson mm-hmm. 198, which, as you know, the last 20 lessons in part one of the workbook, any one of them is the entire course. And it mm-hmm. says in 198, only my condemnation can injure me. Only my own forgiveness can set me free. So, yeah. so the function of, of, of a teacher of God or, or, or anyone who who, is, who who sees the world as a classroom is to forgive those judgments that, that aren't there Thoughts. The thoughts you have in your head are not your thoughts. The thoughts that you hold, you share in the mind, in the one mind of God. The
0: one mind, the universal mind.
2: Yeah, yeah the universe.
1: And if you do uh, get in a situation like perhaps today in your daily uh, comings and goings and you start to get angry or frustrated over, you know, we always hear you're never angry for the reason you think. And a lot of what you just said explain that.
2: Yes. Lesson five was Ken Wetmick's favorite lesson. I am never upset for the reason, I think. It's, it, it has nothing to do with the things of this world. It has to do with you chose a teacher that's telling you to be upset and angry and, and mean and, and, and revengeful. And, and that's why you're upset, because you're listening to this voice that's not who you are.
1: You know, until I, I look back in my life, there's been a few people that uh, just, bam, butt heads with, you know, over and over and over. And, and I, I look at it, you know, back then, of course, it was uh, quite uh, disconcerting. And I wondered why I was going on now that I've studied the ACIM. And I look back, oh, yeah, they, they were teaching me about certain things mm-hmm. in life and how to forgive and no longer be angry. So it took a little yeah. while, but thank you for the ACIM. who's opened my eyes and heart.
0: Well, I've got well, I've got two teenagers, so I'm forever learning lessons. <laughs> <laughs> so, and it's you know, it's a good, it's a good, um, it's a good place to be to be able to look kind of outside yourself when a situation is happening and recognize that it's not that it's your ego speaking and that. Really, when you look at the situation, you go, "Is it really something that needs to actually be? I need to be upset about?" Because a lot of the time, like you said, we take life too seriously. We we're in this life to to have fun, to live in joy, to learn lessons, and to experience. And um, yeah, and we just take it way too seriously. So, not me, <laughs> well,
1: Jim, We come... lesson... no go ahead. No go ahead, David.
2: I was going to say, as Lesson Twenty Eight says. Above all else, I'm determined to see things differently. I mean, yeah. if you just go along with how the ego has t- taught you from kindergarten on and, mm-hmm. and blame your teachers, your mother, your father, your sister, your brother, uh, your boss, you know, if, if that's if, which is what the world is about, blame, shame and guilt. Mm-hmm. And as you know, the Course of Miracles is that you are the Holy Son of God. You're, you're guiltless. You're, you're sinless. And as long as you see others at fault, you you hold on to that guilt and guilt demands punishment. And we wonder why these things happen to us Uh, Mm -hmm. up in Lesson 190. He tells you why, why, why you do feel the pain and the hurt, because that's the lesson that says I choose the joy of God instead of the pain. And in paragraph eight, he says, well, you know, you paid a handsome ransom to feel pain and and to feel hurt and to feel sorry for yourself and then he tells you exactly why yeah. you set out to deny your father the joy of his son so if if your father can't know you as 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 happy god's will for me is perfect happiness yeah if God guy can't experience me as happy i i get i get to be right god you didn't do a good job <laughs> I wanted you. I want you to make me special, and you didn't do a good job. So I am. I am unhappy. Well, guess what? That's right. Until yeah. you, until you realize that you can choose once again. Above all else, I'm determined to see this differently. It's my mm-hmm. own choices that got me here. How yeah. do I get out? Choose once again. That's the last chapter, last section. Chapter thirty-one, section eight. Choose once again. You made a lot of faulty choices. Now choose
0: again. Yeah. Well, and that's I, okay. Yeah. We do we do make these choices, and that's okay because that's how we learn our lessons. But there's nothing stopping us from making a different choice that is going to create a different result. So, yeah. absolutely. Well, I, what were you going to say, Carl?
1: Well, I was going to say I know that. Uh, uh, David, who, who I love his nickname, Dove. I love that. That's a good yeah, one. Yeah. So he,
0: cool. <laughs>
1: uh, has another, um, program he's got to do on a little yeah. bit here, so we should give him a break. And I know David, you've been, uh, we've been blessed to have you on. We could talk to you for a couple hours, but, uh, you know, yes. thank you so much for being on your spiritual shift. We really, we really re-
0: appreciate
2: it. I, I, I have a couple more minutes if I want. I just want to say that, uh, uh, not only do I invite people to come to ACM Gather, you, you can find us at acimgather.com or dot mm-hmm. dot US. It's it, it's not a place where you go to, but that give you the, the uh, directions. It's on a place called Paltalk, which has many, many classes and many rooms, which is one of, 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 of a thousand anyway. It's called ACIM Gather for A Course in Miracles. And uh, a woman named Lynn Johnson is the admin, and, and she's one of the our uh, co-host at One Mind Foundation. And uh, uh, what, what I wanted to say is we have uh, programs, uh, deep dive into the textbook readings which we do on Sundays and on Tuesdays and deep dive into teacher's manual, which we do on on Thursday evenings on Zoom. And I just started a, a new course based on going through uh, the loss of my wife and it's called... Uh, present happiness happens in present memory now and it's for anyone who feels that they have been grieving or mourning somebody who's dearly departed and it goes on more than than you would like uh that there's a way of seeing that there's another way of seeing it where you can bring yourself back to being present and being happy just like my wife says i'm happy if she's happy why aren't i happy too
0: yeah, exactly, exactly. Yeah. And so we will have all of those links on, on the show notes okay. and the YouTube channel and everything. So people can, can go to your website and check it all out and, um, yep, definitely recommend it. But we are so grateful to have had you here today, David. It was Thank great so to much. meet you. And, um, yeah, and I hope that your next engagement goes very well.
2: I, I appreciate it. Thank you so much for having me on, on your show. Thank you.
0: Thank you. We'll speak later, David.
2: Thanks, you. Okay. Love you all. Thank you.
0: Bye. Love you too. Bye.